Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on uh, Boxing News Today. We're going to start off the show with a little story out of uh, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, where I was recently visiting uh, to discuss a possible uh, live stream event uh, taking place, uh, and not this particular uh, story I'm about to tell you, but something else. But anyway, this particular story is about the WBO and their upcoming in October annual convention. Uh, and uh, Dominican's uh, Schwann Boxing Promotions, which, as you know, was founded by a, a woman, uh, Belgium uh, Peña, who is the chairwoman currently. Her company was selected uh, to arrange, organize the boxing card that will take place within the framework of that entire uh, convention, which is going to be held in Punta Cana uh, from October 9th to the 13th. As you may be aware, uh, the Dominican company, Dominican Republic company, um, manages, among many other fighters, uh, Alberto Puello, who we talk about quite often here on Talk and Fight. And uh, we look forward to seeing uh, what happens at that uh, convention. And of course, uh, some of the uh, matches that will be arranged by Sean Boxing Promotions or SBP. All right, let's move along to, uh, as promised, the heavyweight uh, division, which has a numerous uh, series of stories I see today. Um, as you all know, this past weekend's boxing uh, was uh, pretty well headlined uh, by a, a couple of fights in particular, but on the undercard of the uh, fight whereby we saw uh, uh, Adam Kamenaki, uh, who was expected to win, lose, to Giuseppe Cusumano. Um, and anyway, so I just wanted to briefly mention uh, Giuseppe uh, Cusumano, uh, uh by way of his eighth round stoppage is certainly moving up uh, in terms of rankings based on this performance. I believe he was on a two-fight win streak and he's now got a three-fight win streak uh, under his belt. Uh, Adam Kaunaki has moved to 20 and four, by the way. Uh, but this uh, just leads me into uh, what has been happening uh, on the heavyweight front because of note, uh, as you all probably know, Adam Kaunaki's boxing career resembles a bit of a roller coaster ride. And his six previous fights, he's beaten Charles Martin, who'll be going up against uh, Jared Anderson quite soon, uh, Gerald Washington, and Chris Aurelio. Uh, but then he was defeated twice by Robert Hellenius and lost to Ali uh, Demi Rezin. Um, so. He's got, yes, a bit of a roller coaster ride, and he lost uh, to Kuzumano. And however, uh, he, he did uh, beat George, not George Martin, Charles Martin. Uh, anyway, in, in, in the heavyweight division, we have a, another up and comer, shall we say. This guy's massive, though. Gurgen Hovhanisyan. Uh, looks like he's going to get an opportunity to showcase himself. Uh, on an undercard of another fight, a big fight coming up that we're all looking forward to, the Spence uh, Terrence Crawford um, fight. Anyway, uh, Gurgen Hovhasnyan-san uh, is going to be, uh, he's from Armenia uh, in the heavyweight division. He's going to square off against Ukraine's Victor Faust. And they'll fight over 10 rounds, as I said, on the undercard at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on July 29th. Uh, Hafanisian, 25 years old, was scheduled to fight former IBF champion Charles Martin on the Gervonta Davis Ryan Garcia undercard back on April 22nd, as you might recall. But their fight was postponed uh, as uh, 
of Hanasian, 4-0 by the way, four knockouts, suffered a rib injury uh, during his training. According to uh, Premier Boxing Champions founder, PBC founder, Al Heyman, he had intended uh, to reschedule uh, the Avhasian Martin fight, uh, but changed uh, the plans once Martin accepted an even more challenging fight, as I said, with the unbeaten knockout artist, one of our favorites here on Talking Fight, against Jared Anderson. Uh, Martin, who's 99-3-1, by the way, agreed on only 11 days' notice to face Anderson, who's 14-0, and that's taking place on July 1st, a 10-round uh, event. Uh, it's going to be televised on ESPN and taking place down in Toledo, Ohio, uh, in Han- Anderson's hometown at the Huntington Center. Anyway, 6'7", 275-pound Hav Hanasian will still face his most formidable opponent of his two-year pro career, in his just fifth professional fight, the 31-year-old Faust is 11-1, lost his last bout by eight-round technical knockout to Cuban prospect Lenier Perro, who's 9-0, by the way. The 6'5", 234-pound Faust was winning that fight on two scorecards, though when he turns back on Perro, referee Rafael Ramos stopped their scheduled 10-rounder in the uh, eighth round. And that was a fight taking place uh, back in February at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Havhadnesian most recently stopped American Michael Coffey, 13-4, 10 knockouts after the sixth round, and that was back in October at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. So the Hav, uh, the Havhadnesian Faust fight will be announced soon, as the uh, two other Spence Crawford undercard contests uh, will also be as well. Um, we see that Mexican lightweight contender Isaac Pitbull Cruz has already announced that he will fight unbeaten Chicago native Giovanni Cabrera, 21-0, seven knockouts in a 12-round co-feature that will immediately precede uh, Spence Crawford fight. Um, also reported, we have uh, Jesus Ramos, 20-0, 16 knockouts, fighting out of uh, Arizona, will oppose Spain, Sergio Garcia, 34-2, 14 knockouts. In the other bout, Showtime will air as part of the Spence Crawford undercard. So that indeed is shaping up to be a much better card than anticipated. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the results. Another heavyweight that doesn't get much attention, but is certainly, shall we say, moving up in the ranks. Uh, undefeated heavyweight puncher, Arslan Makhmadov, would love to get in the ring with former two-time world champion Anthony Joshua, and I bet he would. During his amateur days, Makhmadov defeated Mahai Nistor and uh, Mohamed Radazuzul Majavov, <laughs> with both foes holding amateur wins over Joshua, by the way. I'd like to fight uh, with Joshua, Makhmadov told uh, Sky Sports over in UK. Maybe gives me some advantage, of course. It's interesting. He's lost to two opponents. I beat those two opponents. It's interesting. Uh, we already have history. It's going to be an interesting fight. Makhmadov will return to the ring on Saturday when he travels to Toledo to face another unbeaten puncher in Rafael Akpajoria. Their fight will be televised, will be the televised co-feature to Jared Anderson, as I just said, taking on former world champion Charles Martin. Uh, my goal is to do my job, said Makhmadov, and if I do my job well, it's a knockout coming. All my fights are a message to my rivals. It's my motivation to be the best in the world. I think it's normal for all sportsmen. All sportsmen want to be the best in the world. That's my goal, to be the best and first in the world, and to show that I can do that. My uncle brought me to a boxing gym and told me you're going to be like Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson. I remember his words, and that is still my goal. They give me an opponent. I will do the fight. That's it. My target is to destroy everyone. That's it. 
In his last fight back in December, Makhmadov crushed Michael Wallach in the first round. Three months later, he went the distance for the first time with a 10-round decision over Carlos Takam, who pulled off an upset win over Olympic gold medal winner Tony Yoka this past March. So the heavyweight division, as I say, under those top five is shaping up to be a good one. Anyway, let's have a quick look at what Eddie Hearn. Oh, Eddie Hearn's come under fire. Mm. Eddie Hearn come, came under fire from a middleweight contender over his plan for heavyweight anti-Joshua to rematch Dillian White. Um, hours after White expressed his dismay at how negotiations were going, Turiano Johnson weighed in with his stark view. Once the number one contender to Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, Johnson aired his thoughts on a possible second helping of Joshua versus White too. Rematch, he said. How the hell did White get another fight after being knocked out by AJ? Eddie Hearn? Don't you have any other washed up heavyweight? We don't want to see White again. We know you're just getting AJ easy fights, but use another average fighter. Hearn didn't respond to Johnson's plea for Joshua to fight somebody else on the back of to feed uh, Jermaine, John, uh, Jermaine Franklin in their drab affair last April. Uh, gosh, it continues. Anyway, the smart money's on Joshua versus White 2 at the O2 Arena on August 12th if negotiations can be finalized. But according to White, there's still work to do. Uh, they said it's going to be a standard contract. It's not. There's a lot of things in the contract now that they didn't say were going to be in it. Uh, it's like this, he said, we're going to send a simple contract. Then they sent a very complicated contract with a lot of hoops and a lot of hooks to hook me in. I don't want that. I want a simple contract, a simple fight. The winner moves on and has a big fight in Saudi Arabia. They're trying to put in a rematch clause in there that ties me up for a year and messes everyone up. I'm not interested in that. I just want a straightforward fight. The winner moves on and that's it. White hopes a win over Joshua leads to facing Wilder himself. It's the, about the opportunity... But with the rematch involved, if I beat him, I don't get an opportunity to face Wilder. Uh, I've got to wait and fight Joshua again. Whatever happens, happens. Joshua is unlikely to get any closer to regaining his world titles by facing White again over the summer. Hmm. Um, and speaking of Jared Anderson, who's about, about to take on Charles Martin, we see that he got a bit of a push from uh, Roy Jones Jr. In anticipation of the upcoming heavyweight, heavyweight fight that will be shown on ESPN, as I said. Um Roy Jones Jr. Uh, you know, spoke to uh, Jared Anderson, and apparently this went viral uh, across social media. Uh, top Rank, the boxing promoter, launched a YouTube show where Jones visits Anderson during training camp as he prepares for his bout against Martin this uh, upcoming weekend. In this clip posted on the promoter's social media site, Jones, long considered the greatest pound-for-pound fighter of his generation, is shown talking to Anderson about how the undefeated fighter was born to face pressures placed upon him uh so you might want to check your uh twitter feeds for for that particular conversation uh it's interesting to note after winning gold but in back-to-back -back national amateur championships in 2017 and 2018 anderson turned pro in 2019 and quickly put himself on the map with a 14-0 record with 14 knockouts. It was in top-ranked COVID bubble in 2020, where he truly made a name for himself with four straight TKO victories in a five-month period. Yet the pressure he alluded to must be draining. To say the least, at 23 years old, he's viewed as the latest in a long line of heavyweights asked to bring prominence back to the United States, a nation that once ruled the weight class until Lennox Lewis and the Klitschko brothers held court in the 2000s through 10, uh, 2010s. 
uh, add to his own tough upbringing and a desire to improve his and his family's fortunes, it's understandable that the 23-year-old feels the weight of the world on his very broad shoulders. Few can relate to those trials, though, like Jones, whose own sterling amateur background ordained him for the professional greatness he was to earn. We'll learn over time if Anderson took Jones' words to heart. Indeed, we will. Also in the heavyweight front, we see that Deontay Wilder's camp are attempting to secure a fight against Andy Ruiz Jr. as the Bronze Bombers trainer tells the Mexican to get the deal signed and sealed. Deontay Wilder's camp has uh, sent an unofficial offer, sorry, an official offer to try and secure a fight with the Mexican heavyweight, uh, Ruiz Jr. And Wilder is seeking a first bout since October last year when he knocked out Robert Helenius after previously losing his WBC World Heavyweight belt to Tyson Fury. So we'll see if that transpires or not. Um, Dimitri Bivol uh, concludes our show here uh, and apparently has a pretty low opinion of Canal Alvarez's uh, bargaining uh, maneuvers. Seems that the WBA late, late heavyweight titleist from Russia criticized the Mexican superstar for seemingly employing bait and switches and demanding unreasonable catch weights. Um, Bivol was expected to face Alvarez, the undisputed 168-pound uh, champ, last fall in a rematch of their fight last year, which Bivol won by unanimous decision. But the two sides failed to come to terms, prompting Alvarez to seek another opponent. Alvarez then engaged cruiserweight titleist Badu Jack, uh, but those talks fell through as well. In the end, Alvarez signed a multi-fight deal, uh, which we've announced on Talk and Fight, with premier boxing champions, effectively ending his relationship in the short term with Matchroom. Uh, who had promoted the majority of Alvarez's fights for the past couple of years. Now the front runner to face Alvarez in the fall is a WBC uh, Jamal Charlo, the middleweight titleist. In a recent interview, Bivol facetiously pointed out how Alvarez seems to have a pattern of telegraphing one fight before pivoting to another. To be honest, said Bivol, it's interesting how their team Canelo promoting fights this is, this is how they're doing it. I remember after my fight against him, there were a lot of rumors he was going to fight uh, unified heavyweight champ Alexander Usyk. And then he went on fight, fight, Usyk, Usyk, Usyk. We said, whoa, what's going on here against Usyk? Then he was uh, going to fight against Triple G. And now we're hearing that he's going to fight Batter Jack. It's close. It's going to happen. Suddenly it's Charlo. You know, it's good promoting, said Bivol. Bivol also balked at Alvarez's demand for catchweight against Batter Jack. On Twitter, Jack publicly declared he'd turned down the Alvarez fight because Alvarez had demanded an unreasonable catchweight of 180 pounds and wanted to insert a rehydration clause. So, as we all know, Jack uh, fought last against uh, Ilunga Makuba uh, to win the WBC Cruiserweight title, and he fought at 199 and three-quarters pounds. It's a, a little 20 pounds more than what uh, Alvarez had demanded. And he's right, said Bivol, of Jack's complaint. What's his weight? You know, his weight should be 200 pounds. Why should it be less? If you want to fight for this belt, you should be more than 170 and less than 200. This is your limit. Why should we make other limits? There are no belts for this imaginative limit. What about Canelo? Of course, he has enough excuses to fight against a guy like Batter Jack, but Batter Jack is power. It's an interesting fight if it's at 200 pounds. If this fight is something in the middle, it's not fair. And that's what I can see, said Bivol. It's not good. If you want to fight against cruiserweight, you should be ready that he's a real cruiserweight. Uh, Bivol is expected to return to the ring in the fall, by the way, and he's not fallen since uh, defeating Gilberto Ramirez last November. That was a story out of BoxingScene.com by Sean Nam, 
who's also the author of uh, Murder on Federal Street, Tyrone Everett, The Black Mafia, and The Last Golden Age of Philadelphia Boxing. Well, there you have it, uh, my boxing fans from around the world. Thank you for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Orr for his show, Knuckle Up.